I'm your host, Robert Imes, and I am the Keeper King. And as always, in the studio, I got Jay Gooney. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's going on, man? Glad to have you back in with us um, to talk about this this fucking fantasy football in this NFL season. You know what I mean? Uh, Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Oh, I got the toes crossed. I got everything crossed right now. This season, yeah. All right. Um, so last week I had touched on some guys that you need to have on your team, um, that might've shown a little bit towards the end of the season, or we're all hoping they're going to have that season and then it didn't happen. Um, is this, this is going to be that year for them is what we're coming with here. Yeah. Um, so, so you guys know Superflex is kind of where we base our stuff off of Superflex dynasty leagues. All right. So. Uh, which you can use this information for even single quarterback leagues. Obviously, the quarterback position wouldn't be as significant in a super flex league as, or I mean, in a single quarterback league as it was super flex league, but still all the same. Um, well, let's get into uh, some news before we uh, jump on in here. We're going to talk about some different topics, um, things people aren't probably talking a whole lot about or even at all. Um, maybe some different players you got to really think about here before the season comes off because, honestly, this year is a little bit different. Uh, normally, you got camp going on. I mean, and we're kind of figuring out, hey, this running back and this running back, it looks like this guy's kind of getting a little bit more of the reps with the first-string guys or this wide receiver. We don't have that going on at all. Everything's virtual. So, I mean – we're kind of just going with the punches here, digging through the mud and being like, all right, this is how it's going to be. You know, you know what I mean, Jay? Right. So definitely there's a lot of things to consider and to, uh, I mean, hope for, which I haven't heard the, anything from the NFL itself, but what they're, you know, if there isn't one, what are they going to do? Which they haven't, uh, like, I don't even know if they're, they haven't addressed it in any way. And for them, it's, it's happening no matter what. And I think that's also because they got they gave, they're giving players an option to opt out, which last day to opt out um, as of today, Tuesday, August fourth, um, is this Thursday, which would be the sixth. Um, that's going to be the last time that uh-huh. they can kind of say they're opting out. So this is almost like a you know hand over the keys kind of season. You know, if somebody, you know, and it's it's kind of I don't know, like it's like all right, this is great, but at the same time, it's like, okay, yeah, I respect that player, you know, saying they don't want to do it this season, you know. So what does that mean if you got a player, though, who says, hey, I don't want to do it? I mean, that kind of – that could mess up your whole team. You know what I mean? Yeah. But luckily we haven't had too many serious – you know, players that said they don't want to play. Well, I thought I thought the I thought Damian Williams was a uh, was definitely a big one. Well, I mean, it is because it's it's Clyde Edwards-Helaire. It's the first running back off the board of you know. So mm-hmm. of course you're like, all right, because they were saying, hey, we like Damian Williams too, you know. And then obviously they showed their hand, said, hey, we want to bring in another guy. Yep. And then now it's like, hey, we're not out. But then you got Darrell, um, even Darwin Thompson is still, you know, he's still there. But, I mean, you got Clederward Tiller. So, I mean, you don't have to think about those guys taking that spot. But yeah. Yeah, at the same time, yeah. but there's. They brought, they brought somebody else in there, too. Who was it? Uh, uh, DeAndre Washington from, yeah. uh, he was with the Raiders. Right. So, I mean, he's kind of a big kind of guy. So, I mean,. But he, they, right now at the moment they got him, uh, looks like lined up as second up to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, um, if not for sure third up because they uh-huh. brought him in. You now know? Where, where, did, where did Shady go? Somebody took Shady in. Who was it? Uh, that was Tampa Bay. Buccaneers got oh, Shady that's, McCoy. That's, that's what it was. So what's your take on that? I mean, I, they got – I thought they had Keyshawn Vaughn and Rojo. Well, see, didn't, I know we discussed this in our uh, Kingsmen. Um, we were just having this discussion about how does this affect um, 
the backfield. I think it's a question I put on there. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, and uh, it was. It's people basically said, you know, the hype's on Rojo. It's his to lose. Deshaun McCoy. Let's be honest, he's old. So Pretty he's kind of like the with Frank, Patrick Mahomes. He's kind of the Frank Gore role. I'm not saying McCoy's terrible, but he's gonna take carries. He's gonna get catches. And I still think, uh, I mean, Rojo's the man so far. Um, and we all kind of agreed on that. So McCoy, he's coming. He might muddle it a bit, but he's he he is not the number one. I mean, due to his, his age and he's kind of been passed around a little bit. So, so would you? So how about this? If you're in a fab, and I mean, I honestly, I I don't think McCoy's out there still. But if McCoy's still out there, are you picking him up if you have no. Rojo? No, I, I'm not. I'm saving my money for something something better. Something better? Yeah, because the season hasn't even started yet, which I, I guarantee you with, you know, people getting COVID and all those things, a lot of, a lot of top players are going to get, are going to lose, you know, lose out for like three weeks. And that means that backup, whoever's behind them is going to jump in and that's where you're going to want to spend your money at. Right on the on the on the on the on the fab, yeah. Uh, and then the other thing though is um, obviously been uh, there was two tests, two major players that I guess had supposedly tested positive for COVID. Um, that was uh, Matthew Stafford and Gardner Minshew. Justin Jefferson was another player, um, and all three are actually now off. They are now off the COVID list. They are now cleared. Um, at least as of Matthew Stafford's, uh, which I would assume as well for Big Chew and uh, Justin Jefferson as false positives. So that's going to be another thing is when you got these players, like for me, I have Gardner Minshew in a couple leagues, and I was like, man, he's out. Are you kidding me? So I put him down in IR, and I went and I picked up, you know, because Matthew Stafford's still down. I went and I picked up Chase Daniels. Luckily, those leagues, uh, we don't have any type of fab, so it's just kind of a free-for-all. You you know, you better hurry your ass up. If you get some news, you better go grab a player if you got to go do it um, kind of thing. But, you know, I went and I grabbed those guys, and now I basically, you know, I just dropped Chase Daniel. You know, not that I would think he would get me anything, but it's a starting quarterback when you're in a super flex league, you know. And obviously, David Blau and uh, somebody else didn't do too bad. With the Lions, you know, you still got Kenny Galladay. There's still some weapons over there. Um, but, you know, that's that could be a big thing this season, and that's just something we're just going to have to accept at this moment, that it might be a lot of juggling around. Hopefully not. You know, I'm you know praying that it all stays smooth, you know, players <laughs> here and uh, there. Yeah. But that's, that's what I'm saying, you know. But <laughs> so the, the stress – and you know, just you gotta pay attention. You know, man, just make sure you got that depth. Is all I have. Man, to say. I I miss I miss <laughs> I miss last episode, and man, dude, you are on it. Like you're just firing on all four cylinders here. I'm a little lagging here. Um, <laughs> you are. You're like boom, 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 boom. I feel like I'm just a listener today. <laughs> no, you ain't listening, bro. No, uh, man. You know, you know, you play a big part. I know. No, I'm the, just saying. Though, I mean, games. I mean, you're like, I, I gotta admit, I'm not on my A game right now. I'm a little off. But, that's little what off. that's what makes us a good team, man. <laughs> uh. But uh, another th- piece of news out there: uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He's saying that his arm is feeling really good. Um, obviously, he's trimmed down now. He doesn't have that big old beard. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, but he'll be on all pitch count during training camp. Um, after recovering from his elbow surgery that ended, obviously, his 2019 season. Um, I mean, so obviously we know Big Ben. I mean, he's a gunslinger. You know, if you got him, you're kind of hoping, or even if you got Juju, you're hoping, hey, I need Big Ben back right now. Juju's going to be that top five kind of guy. You know, but you also got to think there's some other guys in there. But to know Big Ben is feeling good. Um, kind of reminds me of, you know, Andrew Luck when he was coming back from his, you know, obviously a shoulder and elbow is a little bit different, but still the fact of having your starting quarterback for your team to be coming back, um, you know, obviously being Big Ben, you know, being Big Ben is kind of nice. So, you know, if you got those guys, this is good news. I wouldn't be stressing too much about your wide receivers. Um, I mean, we've talked about Eric Ebron, uh, but Big Ben coming back is always good. 
And how about this for you, Jay? If you got Dwayne Haskins, should you be even remotely worried about uh, Rivera saying Alex Smith could join the QB competition? I think Alex Smith's going to just back up Haskins. I mean, you got to understand, Alex Smith's been out for a few years. And the injury that he sustained, most guys don't come back from that. So um, he's definitely going to be, I guess, as you put it, on a on a need basis. So yeah. unless Haskins just totally just lost lost it, um, I don't think Alex Smith's going to be in it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Just got to throw that out there. How about this? I'm going to throw this out there. A spinoff for you, Gar- uh, Garius. Darius guys, what are your thoughts on this guy? Well, I, I've had this guy. I've carried him on my roster for two years, um, and I and I know I I I just know what he can do. Is just can he stay healthy enough to do it? If you have him like me, it's almost hard to because you've wasted two years of a roster spot. You've let guys fall out of your roster or guys you didn't pick up from free agency just to keep guys on on your roster. So for me, I, it's almost like I have to keep them. And, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to sell them for a ridiculous price, but it's just hard knowing that if I've invested two years on my bench on, on guys, and that's value. Okay, even you know that's value. To hold a guy in there for two years and let guys go that I, there were guys I didn't want to let go, but I had to keep guys. So uh, and now for those of you who are looking to get guys, there's some people that might hate guys. You might you might get them for nothing. And there's guys like me that are I'm thinking of the value that I've had to I had to put into him to to keep him because I only did uh um you know it, I when he was drafted in our in our league. I traded to get him because I wanted him, and he was taking one pick before me. Cause he was he was who I was going to take. Instead, I had to take Sony Michelle instead of guys, because you know guys went off the board. Sony so, Michelle, real quick, he's on the. They put him on the active pup list, right? Yeah. I um. Yes. Okay. Just make so, sure. Okay, so I was like, okay, I gotta. I wanted guys. Guys was the guy I wanted, so I went and I, I traded for him that year, and I got him. And he was, you know, he just been he was hurt, and then last year he got hurt in the first game, so it's just been hurt. So he has potential. He's just very injury prone. Now, how about this? Uh, for you guys that don't know, I'm assuming everybody would know, Jordan Reed is now with the Forty Niners. Uh, What's up with that? I mean, they got George Kittle. I mean, obviously, Jordan Reed ain't going to take that spot from George Kittle, but could we see some two tight end sets? You know, I mean, you got to think about the wide receiver situation that they got going on. They don't really have, I mean, they got some guys, you know, like Trent Taylor. They got Kendrick Bourne. They just got Brandon Ayuk, um, you know, so they got some guys, but I mean, Jordan Reed, if he's healthy, I mean, can we see that? Well, Shanahan has got to do something to to pump that offense up. I mean, they're they're not a high scoring offense, and you know, losing uh, Debo. I mean, that 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 was a hit because he was a guy they could they kind of played him everywhere, so that that was a big loss for them. And I think I, I don't think Garoppolo is who he is who we thought he was. That's exactly the way to put it. I mean, everybody was like, everybody knew. He's just a uh, little bit more was, than a game manager. Yes. If 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 that, I mean, because I tell you what, the Niners, if they would have had just about any other quarterback, they would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. If they would have had any other quarterback, but they had Jimmy Garoppolo, because you could, I, I mean, I could probably name ten ten different quarterbacks if they had. They would have won the Super Bowl because they would have drove them down the field and scored that touchdown to win. Yeah. So that's that's how I look at it. So there's Jordan Reed. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, Landry. He's on. He's on the pup list. He's on the pup list, and they're hoping that uh, he uh, is healthy enough to start the season. There's a chance that he won't be ready for game one. Just game one. Well, 
however many games they the yeah. I, I'm sure if it's going to be more than six, then they'll they'll put him on IR, injured reserve for six weeks. So he uh, if that if he's missing three games, then they might just let him stay on the pup for three weeks. Yeah, be, before they move him. Um, so and like you know, and then you got Muhammad Sanu coming off the pup list for the Patriots, which. Um, I don't even know what to say about the Patriots. Everybody's saying, don't panic, don't worry. They have, you know, Cam Newton. And who's Cam Newton's number one guy? I mean, it, it's a tough call. You know, he likes tight ends. So, you know, that rookie tight end from the Patriots. Might, yeah, uh, Ozzy, Ozzy. yeah, that might be a good one. Uh, and, that, and that's why I said Mohamed Sanu being a veteran. Right, that's what I was thinking. Being a veteran, he might connect with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even... Yeah, the Patriots are just up in the air this year, to be honest. Um, I don't really know what how that season is going to go for them. I mean, out of that whole group, um, what in that league you have the Patriots, uh, yeah, the, Bills, the division, yeah, the Jets, yeah, that, and, and the Dolphins. So I mean, I mean, if anybody's going to take that division, I I'm saying probably the Bills, or I mean, to be frank. Possibly even the Dolphins, to be honest. Um, <laughs> All right. it, it, it's very possible. But, you know, but, hey, that that's just going to be this year. This is a free-for-all kind of, you know, I want to say year, essentially, as, you know, anything can happen. This is, is going to be a magical year um, season. I think we all just need some football in our lives anyways, but <laughs> that's just, that's just me. But let's get into this guys of guys that we players that you want um, on your team who may have, you know, had a little bit of spark at the end of the season or guys who we know normally have great seasons that are going to make that comeback of to what they're going to do. Um, and I mentioned some guys last week and I'll probably bring, I'll bring them up again. Um, but let's uh, let's say you Jay Gooney. Well, I think guys that, I, which I think I'm pretty sure I've, I've mentioned uh, some of these guys. I'm just kind of refreshing myself a little bit, but um, hold on, let me get out of this thing here. Just want to make sure I got my list. Sorry, sorry. I was reading. No, some, I good. was reading a little bit of news. That's why I was like huh, making sure that we didn't forget nothing. Um, but a guy I I liked was uh, was uh, um. I think a good wide receiver three for your team, okay, um, is uh, Anthony Miller from the, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, um, I really think uh, he'd, he'd be he'd be a nice uh, a nice pickup. You know, he's going into his third year, and you know we like the third year breakouts. Receivers tend to take you know uh, you know that three years to really um, excel, and I and I think Anthony Miller. Um, has has a shot because you know he's a he's a speedy guy, um, and you know average size, which I'm not a tall person, so um, his height I, I guess in most cases is about average. He's five eleven, so um, I really think that uh, he'd be somebody that if you don't if he's somebody that you don't have to pay a lot for, and you need a little bit of help on your bench, or even in that flex position like you're because there's some big leagues out there like like the Coner league that's a big league a lot of teams and it's a little thin because you decided to go running back heavy anthony miller might not be a bad option um to have on your team because he was really coming on strong there towards the end understandable though like the last two games he wasn't great but i mean he went up against kansas city and minnesota so those are very two, you know, tough defenses. But he, you know, towards the end there, if you, have, you know, if I look at his stats here, you know, he had 13, 14, 30, 13, 32 prior to the last two games. So I mean, he he was starting to come on, and they got a new quarterback situation there. So, uh, you know, I give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, you you could throw in Allen Robinson in there too. I mean, he finished the season off as wide receiver twenty three. He had some. Pretty big games um, yeah. in there. I mean, so but, like you said, the quarterback. But he'll cost season. you, but, but right. Allen Robinson will cost you. I was right. just kind of going on the low end wide receiver three because yeah. Allen Robinson somebody you could almost put in a wide receiver two 
slash one if you had to. Right. So. Um, I'll throw somebody who's a little bit more pricier, uh, but Amari Cooper. Um, he's kind of had, you know, an up and, you know, a roller coaster kind of career with, you know, his production with, uh, with the Raiders. And then now he went to the Cowboys and going to the Cowboys, you know, helped him out. Um, you know, you still got Ezekiel Elliott there, but you know, yet Michael Gallup, he showed some, you know, some strengths there, but I think having, you know, CD lamb in there as well, um, should bring in a little bit more help with Amari Cooper and opening him up more because there were some games where he didn't see a whole lot of targets um, as much, you know what I mean? Even if yeah. he was playing a lot of, you know, the game. So there are some times where he had a lot of targets, but he couldn't catch them. I don't know, you know, if that's just because he didn't have, you know, couldn't catch it if it wasn't catchable or if he wasn't quite open. So I think, you know, having CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, if you're needing another wide receiver, somebody like a, a wide receiver one, wide receiver two, um, go ahead and trade some of those, you know, some of those extra depth guys if you can and move yourself up. You know, you want to build your team. Yes, it's great to have a bunch of depth pieces, guys that are going to score you 15, 14 points. You know, those those are great to have, but you want those guys, they're also going to get you 25, 30 points a game. You know, so if you can trade off a couple guys, go ahead and get Amari Cooper um, where he has a really good opportunity to get you that yeah. wide receiver one season. Well, see, for me, Amari Cooper's feast or famine. I mean, either he's going to blow it up or he's just going to rot He's just gonna rot that game. So That's, that's what that's... I'm saying with CeeDee Lamb. It opens up things more for him. Good, you know, yes, it might bring a little bit more of the targets down. I, I mean, don't know. Talk... But I'm just saying, it could, got, it could be he, more. He had Michael Gallup there last year. Michael Gallup wasn't a chump. So, I mean, I'm not wild about Amari Cooper, but I mean, I know there's some are. It's just that guy for years has always been feast or famine with that guy, and I'm not I'm not excited about him. So let me ask you this: Would you have some guys that are around him, Amari Cooper, Julian Edelman? Tyler Lockett or Keenan Allen. I mean, those those are some guys that finished, you know, a little bit ahead of them, a little bit behind them. I'd take I mean, Lockett. I'd take Lockett or Keenan Allen over Lockett. Amari Cooper. Yeah, I'd take Lockett over Amari Cooper. Lockett is, you know, he's kind of. I mean, for the most part, he's somewhat consistent. I mean, he'll get you, but he's also kind of that. He's not going to get you those huge games. Let's see, he had a thirty-eight, a forty-six. A 31, and then the rest were 12, 18, See, 15, 14, that, 17. That's what that's I'm saying. You could trade a locket and maybe like some other like running back or something. You could get yourself Amari Cooper, who's moved up a little bit more, who's going to get you 27, 27, 53, 20, 19, 37, 21. So, I mean, there are some kind of, you know, there's a little bit more oomph, I don't know, to his yeah. game. Well, for me, it's those one. And one and yeah. three. Those those are I mean, he didn't do terrible. All right. It's just for me it was like I, I, I just My did. only concern with Locke is DK Metcalf. You know, is this gonna be the year where he I mean he was showing at the end where he's like, Hey, I can take this, you know, I'm a big dude. Well there here's the here's the best way to put this. It's the price. Mm-hmm. Mark Cooper is gonna cost you way more than Tyler Lockett is. Right. I mean, if you got Cooper, you hold on to him. If I had Cooper, I'd trade him to get me a couple better pieces. Who, what what better pieces would you go after? Well, like I did. I did trade Amari Cooper for better pieces. Mm. To you, you remember? Hey, what is, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm just saying Moving for me. Moving myself up, man. <laughs> I'm just saying for me was just getting better. Um getting a little better for him so right. here let's check this out i'll tell you let's see here where's he at where's where's that trade at i'm trying to find that trade while i was looking for that trade another guy i want to put out there um is greg ward uh with the philadelphia eagles uh he i mean he he didn't really have a whole lot playing for him um i mean he didn't really play a whole lot yeah in general until week uh, let's see here. Week twelve is when he really he really got on the field. 
but week 14 to week 17, he was seeing 70% or more um, snaps. Obviously, Deshaun Jackson was down. Um, oh. Jerry J.R. Sager, Whiteside, go ahead. What was the trade? Okay, the trade was Amari Cooper. Basically, this was the trade. Amari Cooper for – I got Leonard Fournette, Armstead, and a second round for Amari Cooper. Because I needed a running back, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't. I I didn't need a receiver. Right. So. So the only other receivers I think I had at that point was Chris Godwin, DJ Chark. I might have had Keenan Allen at that time. No, you didn't. I didn't have Keenan Allen. No, so that's get... that's that's where I'm like I got Chris Godwin, DJ Chark. I need I need another big, big kind of guy. So that's where I made the moves. I mean Leonard Fournette. We all know, you know, this is his contract year. I mean, let's not forget. So this is either make it or break it for them. Um, they didn't bring anybody else in, but, you know, they could, you know, opt to let him go after this. So that's where I'm like, ah, I don't know. I got, I got, sometimes you got to make moves, all right? Sometimes yeah. you got to make moves. <laughs> that's what, that's what it's about. But Greg Ward, he's another guy. Um, I mean, he's not, you know, a top wide receiver kind of guy, but if you needed some depth piece, um, he has a good opportunity to get himself in there again this season um, and show what he can do. I mean, depending on J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, um, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, and their health, obviously they ain't getting younger. Um, so some of these young guys, like I said, this could be a year for them. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that offense, I mean – When's the last? Can you think of the last time the wide receivers had a dom? I mean, the Eagles had a dominant wide receiver like that. You know, you talk about the Eagles; that's their guy. You can think of it. Do you know uh, when? No, the only person that really kind of comes to mind as a go-to kind of guy is Zach Ertz. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. That's that's the Eagles' offense under under uh, under uh, Doug Doug Peterson there. So it's. Um, they, they they spread the ball out, and even at the tight end position with Goddard there, it's, it's starting to change. And then you got Miles Sanders. So, on a wide receiver scale, it's it's almost. And I mean, I'm not trading for any receiver off off of there. I mean, if you drafted uh, Rager, good for you. You know what I mean? You just got to sit back and see what happens. Um, because I have Rager. And he's he's a good receiver, but it's just got to see what happens there, man. Right. It's almost impossible to really try to put yourself out there for a receiver, um, because I I think I can get unless it's like I said, unless it's regular and you're gonna get him at a a low end price, then yeah, I'd take him and sit on him, see what happens, because you can't trust the rest of them, right? Um, and the and if I could have any guy on that team, it would be. Miles Sanders, um, and that's it. Yeah, my of course, Miles Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then yeah. Um, anybody else you got? Yeah, uh, well, we were talking about Washington and and even the receiving core there. Um, you know, Harmon's out for the season. Um, they have. Uh, um, the, I'm talking low end guys that I really liked was that Sims Jr. Um, he's another guy that oh yeah, Stephen Sims. Yep. Yeah, he could he could definitely be a help to your team, but again, you know, with Haskins Haskins there and under you know new coaching staff, it's, it'll be interesting to see uh, which way they go because you know you got McLean there, who obviously is probably just going to get even better, but. Who's going to be that Jarvis Landry kind of guy? And that's, I think, Sims Jr. is. And, yeah, they, you know, they drafted some players. And, and uh, but thing about it is, you know, at, especially at their tight end position, um, it's kind of weak. Um, and I like Sims Jr. What, what he's, you know, what he did last year was, was, was pretty good. I mean, for being, you know, a rookie. And towards the end, because you know, we're talking about what happened at the end there. I mean, at the right. end, he had 16, 26, 19, and he was targeted a lot. 11 targets, 10 targets, 8 targets, and he scored four touchdowns. So he was definitely somebody that was take, was 
was open and taking advantage of defenses. And I mean, I'm hoping that he can continue that because mm-hmm. that that was that was phenomenal what he did there in the last three games. Right. Um. Anything else on that guy? No, that's all. That's all I got. Um. You're gonna, you're gonna be think I'm crazy, but Rashad Pierman, um, with the Jets. I mean, yeah, he was with uh, the Buccaneers last, you know, games between 13 and 17, week, weeks 13 and 17. I mean, he played 58 or more. Um, even week 14 and 17 was like 90% of the time he was in there. Obviously, uh, it was Mike Evans that was out, I believe, and then Chris Godwin got hurt for one of those weeks or two weeks. So he had an opportunity to get in there, but here's his finishes, 20 19, 45, 30, 38. Um, and then one game that he had 45, I mean, he had three touchdowns. But these are the teams that he was playing against. Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Detroit, Houston, and Atlanta. Yeah, I wouldn't say all those teams were the most toughest defenses, but they weren't, you know, 100%, you know, really on, you know, the easy side of the end. So for him to go up to be with the Jets, who don't really have um, – I mean, they did have their number one, Robbie Anderson, but he's gone. Um, so now it's Rashad Pierman's time. Uh, Quincy Nuwa, he's gone. They let him go. And, I mean, they got uh, – dang, I'm, uh, Denzel Mims, they brought him in. But Rashad Pierman – I mean, he's got a great opportunity. And, I mean, like Devontae Parker, I mean, he didn't show as much. Uh, Pyramid did, uh, didn't. But, <laughs> I, keep, I keep thinking yeah. of, uh, of when he got drafted in, in our league, um, his rookie year, and the person that I drafted him was so excited and held on to him for two years. And he had two years of garbage from him. Who? And it wasn't, it wasn't until he went to the Buccaneers that uh, oh. Richard did something. Uh, yeah, he was, he was just sitting there. I picked him up. <laughs> yeah, but then again, you know, he wasn't starting. He was backing up and due to right. injury, he was put in. But think about that. I want you to think about this, though, is that they didn't keep him after a season that he had. And he had a after Mike Evans got hurt and he filled in, man, he was he was phenomenal. Yeah. It makes And then not, but it makes you wonder why didn't they keep him? Or at least another year. Well, I mean, he didn't have anything left on his contract. That was just kind of like a one-year, make-it-or-break-it kind of deal. Right. Kind of kind of like with Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton could come, come out with the Patriots and do something good, but the Patriots, they don't really have any money. That's why they didn't pay him a bunch of stuff. So, I mean, they, they could do the same thing and be like, all right, we'll see you later. Appreciate it. Thanks for the help. Well, uh, we're going to move on. But the quarterback and wide receiver – a little bit different, you know. We're talking yeah. about two different well, people. You have you give you're giving him a vote of confidence from one year, and yeah. I'm basing everything off all the years. And he's at a, he's on a new team, so could it been could he have just been a fluke being part of Bruce Arians' offense? Because from where he went to Adam Gase, I think Adam Gase is a garbage coach. Okay? He is, but I don't see him lasting the whole season. To be honest, well, I can't see. Uh, Bashard Perriman excelling in that offense for that coach. Right. Um, because I think Bruce Arians is just an offensive, you know, guru. Um, Adam Gase is not. So um, I think Bashard Perriman is going to, is going to revert to old Bashard Perriman. Yeah. Not, I don't think he because, can make 19, 20 points a game, get, Catch maybe five, oh. six targets. Oh, get no, like 80 no, yards. No. If he if he could average ten points a game, it'll be a miracle. We'll we'll find out. But I, I believe Pierman. I don't see him doing the crazy numbers because that was the Bucks, you know, scoring thirty eight points. But could I see him getting you, uh, you know, fifteen to twenty points a game? I could see it. I can see it. Mm. Who you got else there? Mr. Jay Gooney. <laughs> uh, as as for upcoming, um, that I might well see. There's a guy you left out in New York that I like better than Bashar Perriman, and that's Crowder. 
Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> That's why I had to kind of knock on Perriman because, you know, Crowder's there. And Crowder gets no respect, doing, get no love. He's and... an underneath guy, but that that's the same thing as Landry. Landry's that kind of, you know, slot guy. Yeah. So I, I, I like him more than I like uh, um, Bashar Perriman. Um, but I don't want to get too stoked on him. The guy I want to kind of get get talking about is Mike Williams. Because, um, you know, last year due to – you know, he was hampered by injury, um, you know, going through the progression. But he, he did decent. It wasn't like he did terrible. And they got a new quarterback, so everything's kind of in limbo. What can Tyrod Taylor do? Um, and I'm hoping, you know, because he's, he's, he's got a great size. He's a good-sized guy, man. And he's got good hands. And they've been expecting him to do great things. You know, they're waiting for that wide receiver one, which right now he's a wide receiver two slash three, you know? Right. Um, is this, is, could this be the year that he finally picks it up with? And I don't think he's going to do it with Tyrod Taylor. So maybe Justin Herbert's going to come in there and, you know, it's going to, it's going to change things. Well, so. Mike Williams, I mean, when he, when we all thought that he was going to be having that breakout season this last season, which I mean, it didn't happen, but, Reason why we thought that was going to happen, the it was a whole different team for the Chargers. They had a lot better offensive line than they did last season, which they they added another guy. They made that trade with the Panthers, brought over that other uh, tackle, I believe it what was. Um, so, like you said, I mean, it could be with Herbert, but the reason why I said the whole line and a whole different team situation is Rivers had more time to throw that deeper ball. Um, you know, over to Williams than, you know, he did to Keenan Allen where he can do that quick shot kind of thing. And that's where you got, you know, the dump-offs to Austin Eckler for last season. Um, But, yeah, Mike Williams, I mean, with Justin Herbert, you know, most definitely with – I mean, Justin Herbert was known for that, deep balls. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Deep balls. Yeah. (laughs) So what do you think of – like the Packers situation. I mean, do you think Lazard is somebody that has a possibility of coming on? Yeah, I mean, besides uh, MVS and uh, and Chris Brown, or however you pronounce his first name. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, who's the better of the two? I would Alan Lazard or MVS. I'd have to say Lazard. I mean, Lazard was clicking up with with Rogers, and Rogers is a click kind of guy if he's not clicking with you he doesn't want you on the field kind of guy so i think lazard showed you know hey i can do this man so i think he's gonna have you know the best opportunity obviously we know what Devontae adams is um but yeah i would say lazard um is another good one um that he he can come up and do something well how about this uh with i know we had talked about landry odell beckham jr what? Dude's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. So is he, is he gonna make? Is this gonna be the year that he makes a comeback and shows what he was doing with the he, Giants? Well, okay, you know what? I gotta put this to rest. <laughs> All right. Let me let me read this to you here. Okay. Now, last year. He had over a thousand yards receiving. Okay, his touchdowns were down, but yards per catch was the best he's ever had. Actually, no, sorry, he did better. Sorry, I mean the best he's had in the past four years. Yeah. Okay, was the best he's had in four years, and uh, and a thousand yards receiving. Okay. Um, he was, and his targets, his targets were decent. I mean, he had a good season. He just didn't have the touchdowns. Um, and I think, you know, basically he, um, the New York Giants booted him there. They, he didn't get to go where he wanted to go. The, the Giants were hoping to stick him with Cleveland. So he just, his career would end there. You know what I mean? Right. Just kind of a punishment. 
And uh, I think he did the best he could with what he had. I mean, he did have Freddie Kitchens as a coach. Right. a complete joke. So I think this year, because last year wasn't bad. I mean, you wouldn't want to uh, – I'd take a receiver who caught for over 1,000 – who had 1,000 yards receiving. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd take that all day long, every day. So uh, I, would, I would say it can only get better. Mm-hmm. Only this year is going to be better. Right. So that's that's my my thought. Okay. Um, that's my thought on Odell. I mean, I would love to have the guy. I just can't afford him. Um, I think his price is a little too high, just because of you know namesake. Well, well, for me, it's in, in in like in one of the leagues. I know I could probably get Odell and Swift, but it would cost me Dobbins and something else and. And it's just like I'm not gonna pay that. I think Dobbins is Dobbins in the long run is the future man, and I think he's gonna be one of the best running backs in the NFL within the next three years. Yeah. So, because I mean, he's got a he's got a thirty something year old running back ahead of him, um, which I don't think it's gonna be tough to beat out. And the Ravens are such a run heavy team. Um, so I have uh, complete confidence in Dobbins going going forward and. Um, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like Swift. I think Swift was, is a great running back. Um, I just, man, you know, everybody's looking for that Saquon Barkley um, player. You know what I mean? Right. Or that, uh, um, well, at for a time was Todd. When Todd Gurley destroyed it, you know, a few years ago, everybody was like, ah, Todd Gurley. Everybody's looking for that that power back, to, the Christian McCaffrey, you know, the hat for years to come. So, I mean, that's how my hope is in Dobbins. He's gonna, he's gonna have that Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, I'm sorry, I got off track, sidetracked there. But uh, you're good. Um, but yeah, Odell is not. Nope, nobody's gonna sell him cheap, and they shouldn't sell him cheap. He'd be a fool to sell him cheap. You um, know, I did see a video of Todd Gurley. Uh, there was a video of him working out. He was on a uh, one of those balance balls, and he was he had a a kettlebell, um, and he was you know balancing and you know doing his stretch, you know exercising and stuff. And I mean, he looks pretty good, man. There wasn't a whole lot of swaying out of him, you know. So I think I think Todd Gurley is ready to go. So if you can get your hands on Todd Gurley, um, you know, and then David Johnson, that's another good one to throw out there. Is you know those two I, guys? I, I'm only laughing because those are guys I went out and got. I just got. A, I had a feeling, man. I got David Johnson and Ty Gurley on the same team, so I would. If you can go get those guys, I would most definitely um, see what you can work out because, and you know, you might be able to get them on the cheaper side. Some guys, you know, they might have them and they'll be like, "No way, man." I ain't moving them because I already know what they're going to do. So if you can go get them, those are two running backs that can most definitely take you there. Um, they have such, they have just the opportunity to do it. Um, let's see. Got any tight ends? I mean, we know Noah Fant, Mike Asicki. Um, We've talked about Dallas Goddard, Tyler Higby. What about Smith? Smith. Um, G- oh, uh, Juno Smith or Jonu Smith? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they brought the boys back to town. They, they got Henry back. They got A.J. Brown back. So, you know, what they were doing, you know, last year is what, um, I mean, they're looking to go do again. They really like that. I'm um, trying to pull up his stats here. Uh, well, he did well in, like, the playoffs and um, – and kind of towards the end there, but I mean, he, of... he's he had some sporadic games, but there were games where he was in there for ninety percent of the time, and he didn't get any looks. Because you got to think, you still got AJ Brown, and you got you know they they're gonna run Derrick Henry. But the thing is, though, is how about this? We all know Derrick Henry got the extension, four year contract extension. Do you think they're gonna run him more, or do you think his workload might come back a little bit more? Because they've invested so much money into him. Well, they're going to want, first of all, they're going to want Derrick Henry to last a little longer. So they're not going to. So does that open up things more now? 
for Smith and Brown. Yeah, I think, well, uh, or that rookie running back that they uh, they drafted might get a couple more carries than normal right? because they want to preserve Derrick Henry. Yeah, that Darrington Evans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was – in our draft, he went, what, second round, which I thought was kind of strange, but whatever. That was a I, he was high. He wasn't even on my radar, dude. I didn't even have him on my list of guys I wanted. He was more I, of like a backup. Piece. If you had Henry, you wanted him, but it might have been a reach at two, but whatever. <sighs> yeah. Um, to each their own, man. But um, as for uh, Smith, I uh, – I don't know if I trust Tannehill. I mean, it's his first good year. Because with Gase and the Dolphins, it was terrible. Um, so, you know, I hope I hope him the best. And I hope that he – well, actually, I don't hope because he's in the division with the Colts. And I'm like the Colts. <laughs> so I'm hoping Tannehill reverts back to the old Dolphins Tannehill and they do terrible. So, um, yeah, there you go. That's my thoughts. That's his hope. Not what he's saying <laughs> – is good, is, because I would say Ryan Tannehill is one of those guys that if you got him, don't let go because he's going to be good. Yeah. He's going to keep that train going. I'm being biased, you know, favoritism here. Yeah, so. that, that's all, all right. the problem. But uh, next tight end I want to ask you about, yeah. you get your thoughts, is that uh, Blake Jarwin, do you think he's going to come on this year? I mean, there's a lot going on in Dallas. There's a lot of weapons there. I mean, first first you got Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak yep. Prescott. I mean, do you think Blake Jarwin is even in the mix? I mean, is he, or is he just going to do what he did last year? He was very let's, subpar. Let's say this. He had one game where he played over 50% of snaps. Um. Gosh, I'm yeah, and in that game he only scored six points. Yeah, I'm. Wow, gosh, I'm blanking on who used to be the tight end for the Cowboys. Oh, uh, he retired again. Um, I know what. what Jason was, Witten. Yeah, Witten. That's right. Gosh. Um, so I'm just trying to think here, what he was doing last year. I mean, he obviously played a little bit more snaps. So if you think about this, what is was Blake Jarwin gonna inherit? Obviously. He's the tight end one there, so he's going to be here more of the time. But here's here's what we're looking at for Jason Wynn. He only had, let's see, five games over five targets. Most of the time he was looking at five or less targets. So here were some of his finishes here. 10, 12, 11, 14, 18, 14. That's what we're looking at above 10. So, I mean, he's, I mean, he's going to – he could do something for you. He can get you those points. If he can get you 10 or more points, I mean, what more can you ask for out of a tight end position? Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get more than that, then, you know, that's fucking awesome. But, so, do you, so do you trust him? I mean, you're going to have to. If if you have Blake Jarwin and you've been sitting on him or you had Jason Witten and then you had Blake Jarwin on your team as well, um, I mean, I would not expect Blake Jarwin to come out and be like a Mark Andrews, obviously not like a Kittle or Zach or uh, – I'm telling Zach, you – if Jarwin is your uh, main uh, your main tight end, you, you need I a different duck. tight end. Yeah, I was gonna say you he cannot get, be your tight end one. Yeah, go he get can be, he can Juno be your tight Smith. end two. Go get um somebody else, man. I mean, hell, go get uh shit. I would go get Rob Gronkowski, Hayden Hurst. You know, Darren it's Waller. funny that you said Rob Gronkowski because that's the next guy I want to talk about. I mean, do you think he's gonna come back too? Yeah, he has to. He has to. I mean, the dude, he lost weight. He's, I mean, is he, I mean, we don't, I, getting lost of words here. It, this season is just so crazy because of COVID-19. So it just, it throws a lot of shit out of whack. But what do we know about Ron Gronkowski? He and, him and Tom Brady are butt buddies. That, that's just, they, those guys, they click so much. So for him to be in that Bruce Arians offense, we have to know Rob Gronkowski is going to be out there. He's going to get used. How much, we don't know. But, I, I mean, you have to assume that he's going to be used a lot. Why would you bring in a guy when, obviously, we all know the Buccaneers are going for a Super Bowl run? That's what they've engineered their team to be. So, I would. you have to know Rob Gronkowski is going to go out there and give it everything he's got. And could we – 
could we honestly see a Gronk back out there and doing the Gronk smash every game? Uh, yeah. I hope not. I can't stand the guy, but whatever. But then, <laughs> you know, could we see a 2018 Gronk? A Gronk? Yeah. 2018, 2017. Yeah. I, we could see it one last time. Because I guarantee you, Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, which the Colts are going to win this season. Um, but, you know, if that were somehow to happen, um, I, I think Tom Brady would be, I'm done. You know, <laughs> he, made, he, made, he made his point. He said, it's not fucking Belichick. It's me. But then everyone's going to be like, oh, it's Bruce Arians. And then he'll have to go play for, like, the Browns for a year or something. I don't know. <laughs> but Tom Gronkowski... Yeah, I mean, we we know what he can do. He's lost some weight. He's back in shape. Um, I think he's re- honestly ready to go. I don't think if he wasn't ready, he wouldn't have, you know, come back. Right. Yeah, but, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, there's yeah. just so much going on that offense too, man. A lot of, a lot of uh, weapons on the offense there. Right. Um, which next week uh, – We'll start breaking down um, divisions um, and just really start breaking into in-depth of all the players, getting you guys every information. Because, yeah, we talk about, um, you know, a lot of guys, but you'll find we talk about, you know, some guys more than we talk about, if at all, anybody else, because we just honestly believe in those guys. But you need to get information, um, you know, for the majority of players. So, We'll start getting into divisions next week. We'll surprise you with what division we get into. Right. And uh, hopefully we have a, a guest speaker with us next week. Yes. We'd so. like to get a guest speaker in here. Um, one of our Kingsmen, get him in here or her, um, but get them in here and see what we can do and kind of get you guys a little bit more insight of, yeah, fantasy football. Um, you got anything else, Jay? No, oh, that's all I got, man. Guys, make sure you check out our Facebook page, Keeper Kings. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Keeper King I A M S, and that's a capital I A M because I am the Keeper King. Um, thanks, Jay, uh, for being in here. Yeah, we'll see you guys. For, thanks for having me. We'll see, yeah, of course, bro. You're family. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Later. Later. <laughs>